Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss or the people's mentor. This is episode 535 of the show. This is actually one of the pop-up Lehigh trainings. This one is about leadership. If you are not already part, Lehigh just means you're in the Jesse Lee fan club, okay? If you're not already part of the Telegram channel, just go to jessieleetelegram.com. It's also linked in the show notes and you can join. I'm really bad actually about updating the Telegram, so I certainly will not spam you. And maybe if you're listening to this in the future, I'm really good at using the Telegram, but that is not this time right now. At any rate, this is an awesome training on leadership. I think you guys are going to love it. And when you do, make sure you screenshot it, put it in your stories, tag me for sure. And I'm Boss Lee, tag some friends and grab the link, copy it and paste it to wherever you want to share this to. That's the easiest way to share the podcast. And it does mean a lot to me that we get the word out about the podcast and my ability to train, etc. So love you guys so much. Appreciate you so much. Thanks for taking the time to leave those reviews. There's so many five-star reviews. There's like almost 3,000 five-star reviews. And like I said, it means a lot to me that you took the time to do that. I know it's kind of inconvenient to log into your iTunes and do the whole whatever. If you haven't already tapped on the screen and made sure that you subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, please do that too. That's how we get ranked. And I hope you guys love this episode 535 of the show. So, hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee, as you know. You can call me Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And today we are going to talk about uh, leadership. I want to talk about ongoing leadership development because this is one of those skill sets where I'm pretty sure you all know this, but in case you don't know this, you can never, you can never learn, uh, stop learning how to be a leader. Okay. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before, but I truly, I, I do believe I'm an excellent leader. I also do believe that it's the one skill set that every day, if you put a little bit of time into it, you can become a world-class leader And the world, especially right now. I think we can all agree needs some higher level world-class leadership. So I want to talk through that with, with all of you. It doesn't matter what level your business is right now. It doesn't matter how large your business is. It doesn't matter anything. Just tag me on Instagram, but um, I'm boss Lee um, for, for your story. Everybody can start to get better at this. And so uh, I want your organizations and your sales teams or your personal businesses or etc. I'm glad you need this, Jerrica. I'm glad all y'all need this. Oh, my God, I'm going to give so many shout outs today. So good seeing you guys. Y'all are just, oh, you make me feel so happy. So happy. Ah, Noelle's dancing. Makes me happy. Um, but long-term success rides or dies on leadership. Okay. If you look at your business, if you're somebody who's maybe lost large portions of your business, or you've lost legs of business, as we call it, if you're in the network marketing space, a lot of it has to do with a lack of leadership. Okay. And I, I want to prevent that. If, if at all possible for any of you, I want you to build foundational teams that last a long time. So the first thing you need to do is you need to know what your leadership style is like. Okay. We all have different styles of leadership. And we can do a whole other training, maybe another pop-up Zoom where I go through different leadership types in general. But how, ask yourself, hey, how are you providing direction to people? Because that's leadership. Ask yourself, how do I motivate people? There's different ways, right? And ask how you actually implement plans. Now, this is really important as you build a business because as an example, how many of you, I'd love to know, you can throw it in the chat. How many of you have been, like somebody talked to you and they thought they were motivating you. And instead you looked at it like this mother, you know what I mean? Like you're like, what? Okay. This just happened to me the other day, a leader in uh, that, well, a leader in a situation where they would be able to talk to me. I'll just leave it like that. Okay. Cause I don't want to deify anybody or anything messaged me and said, Hey, you know, if you were really taking this seriously, I, you know, I know that you would be behaving differently and you're, res- and, and, uh, the whole company, blah, blah, blah. And I went, is that supposed <laughs> like that's to me? Don't talk to me like that. 
right? Don't talk to me like that. There's just different ways you need to be spoken to sometimes. There's different ways you can motivate people. And we all have different styles of leadership. My motivation tends to be a lot softer. Those of you who have ever had a conversation with me probably know this, right? I'm a lot softer. I'm much more of a listener. I'm way more on the empathetic side. And then I will lead through it. Like telling me, hey, you're not doing enough. You could do more. That just doesn't speak to me. That just does not motivate me, okay? And you can ebb and flow in your leadership through different conversations. So maybe Marifer needs to be spoken to differently than Casey does or differently than Kim needs to be spoken to or Cheryl or Linda or Laura or Sherry. We're all different, okay? And you can implement your plans better if you identify the way that you currently lead. So just to understand everyone's leadership style is different. You know, maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe Stephanie's assertive, you know, maybe Noel is forceful. I'm just kidding. Maybe Dawn is like the super communicator, right? But listen before you make decisions. Understand that when, that, that you, if you self-reflect, if you self-reflect, you'll be a much better a much better leader. Now, Stacy's asking, well, what if you don't know? See, I love these Lehigh training calls because I can actually talk to you guys like people. It's not just like a live video, you know? I mean, I know it's live, but one of the best things you can do is you can actually ask people. I'm a big fan of asking for feedback. I'm a big fan of people that you respect, you know, you respect where they, the way they lead or you respect their business or you respect their leadership style or you respect something about them. Just ask them. You know, if you do have a staff, I know not all of you are network marketers, can you ask them, hey, how would you describe my demeanor? Do you like the way I talk to you, Dawn? Hey, Katie, it does, do you, is, is it useful the way I praise you or is this not something that you're even resonating with, right? And then you can even ask questions like, hey, Susanna, do you think that I, give, that I have a good, this is a good one, write this one down. I think you're all taking notes, but you can actually ask him, hey, is my praise versus criticism ratio good? Because you can't lead with this, I really believe in po- toxic positivity. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, right? I, I do think there's a level of like, the leaders who never tell you the truth, the leaders who just kind of try to brush everything under the rug forever. Like everything's good. Everything, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And you're like, I don't think everything's fine. Right? Like that's not useful leadership either. But, but if you're also a leader who tends to be on the side of everything is negative, you know, with the little bit of, Hey, by the way, you're doing great, Christopher. You know, it's kind of like, eh. So you can just ask questions, right? Next thing you need to make sure you're checking yourself on is do your actions align with your words? I will tell you very honestly, one of the reasons I'm able to lead all of my businesses at the levels that I'm able to lead them at is because I've never asked somebody to do something I'm not willing to do. I've never asked somebody to do something I'm not willing to do. So if I'm asking you to post about a product or a service or an opportunity or a campaign or a sale or whatever, like expect that I've done it too. Right. If I'm asking you to recruit and and by the way, I don't I am the top seller and I am the top recruiter. But even if I were not, my actions of trying to be top recruiter and top seller are equally as valid. I don't know who needed to hear that. Right. But I know some of you might think, oh, my gosh, does that mean that if I'm not number one in sales that nobody should listen to me? I'm not saying that at all. It's if your team sees your efforts, it makes a big difference. Are your actions actually aligning with your words? Because a lot of the time, especially in volunteer sales forces like a network marketing business, it's like, ah, it just drives you crazy, right? Like your, your leaders want you to do something that they're literally not even trying to do, okay? And then at, you can ask people this or you can reflect on this. Self-reflection is powerful. How does your, uh, your presence affect your team morale? 
So like when Heidi shows up to a team call or Alexa shows up to a team call or Sarah shows up on a team call or Adele shows up on a team call or Nadine shows up on a team call, do, do, are you rising the excitement level or are you noticing the energy level goes down? Something you guys can do, which is really useful, especially as you start to learn how to train, is record your trainings where you have it recording gallery view on Zoom. Like right now I have speaker view, so I can take this training and I can turn it into whatever, okay? Change the settings in your Zoom and have it recording gallery view. Because you can then see, wait a minute, when I talk about that, Deborah does not care, right? When I talk about that, Victoria gets hype. When I talk about that, Amber gets really excited and takes really good notes. You can learn so much if you just pay a little bit of attention to it. Okay, but how is your presence affecting team morale? Are people excited to see you? Do people get ugh when they see you? Pay attention to this and then ask yourself, am I a transparent leader? You know, am I somebody that people can come to? Am I, am I open and honest about what it is that I'm doing, right? And then when you use all that information, you can, you can really hone in on your strengths. Like what strengths does Jesse have? What strengths does Danya have? What strengths does Sandra have? And also what weaknesses do you have? I'm not trying to be Michael Jordan, okay? I know the, the old training where it's like Michael Jordan, anything he's bad at, he became the best. I am not like that in business. I think it's a waste of time if you're actually trying to scale your business to try to become amazing at everything. I am worse than all of you at organization. Um, I am worse than all of you probably at uh, a lot of stuff. But the things that I am really good at, I decided to become world-class at. Does that make sense? Does that make any of you feel a little more free Okay, the amount of stuff you can outsource these days, whether it's upwork.com, onlinejobs.ph, just write those down really fast. You can outsource for three to $5 an hour so many tasks that a lot of you are absolute garbage at. I know I'm not that good at follow-up. It's why I love live video because I can talk to you guys, right? I'm not that great at reaching out, okay? With the exception of when you like place orders, I all send a text message. Aside from that, it's like, where are you? What are the things? Here's something you can do as leaders. What are the things you know you're never gonna do? Or if you're like, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, that's not useful either, <laughs> okay? If your energy around it is, I'll do it. What are the things that give you anxiety? You guys know that feeling, right? Like just nod your head or put yes if you know what I'm talking about. That feeling in your chest where like right here, you're like, <gasps> I have to do, <gasps> right? Paperwork maybe. That for me, a lot of times it's paperwork. I feel like I'm gonna have a panic attack if I have to do paperwork. The anxiety starts to creep in. Those are things that you should always outsource. It is worth saving your mental health. You're all business owners. I don't care what any negative hater, whatever, have to say about anything you're doing. You are business owners. And so treat your business like a business. If you wanna scale, spend a little bit of money, not a lot of money, spend a little bit of money on the things that you know fully well you are not going to do. Okay. So that's number one when it comes to, to leadership. Number two, tackle, you, I know it's a long number one, right? But tackle your skill gaps. If you want to be an effective leader, identify those weaknesses, like I said, and decide where you want to improve. Okay. It doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't have to be everything. So are you a great written communicator, but you struggle with live video and public speaking and you want to get better. If it's something you know you need to get better at, because quite frankly, I would say you re we really got to get good at public speaking, right? We really got to get good at learning how to connect with people. We really got to get good at the live video, the TikToks, the calls to action. There's just a couple of things that in the entrepreneurial space, you can just become an absolute weapon if you would get good at. I would say that's one of those things. I think that's a skill gap we've all got to conquer, even if it's a huge weakness of yours right now. Okay, you will become a stronger leader if you are better at communication. 
period. Because a lot of you have conflict in your businesses. I asked yesterday in my Instagram story, I said, hey guys, uh, what are some things you want me to train on? And the amount of comments from you guys that said something like, how do you deal with conflict? How do you deal with drama in your team? How do you deal with an upline that's doing this? How do you deal with a teammate who's this? Like the amount of, oh gosh, there's this, there's these fires going on that so many of you were commenting about. To me, that's just saying that you have got to work on your communication skills. I am a big fan of picking up the phone and talking to people. And if some, like how many of you have tried that before and the person won't pick up the phone? They're like causing all kinds of drama in your business and you're like, Ring, ring, Samantha, or whatever, and Samantha's like, bah, sends you to, to bah, you know, click, sends you to whatever, okay? Listen, if they're not willing to talk to you, I just want to give you guys permission that maybe might not sound that popular, but how many of you agree you're running your own business? You're running your own business? Yes or yes? Okay. So then why do you let people terrorize you? <laughs> like, what? You're going to try to take control of my mind and tell me about myself, about the way I need to wait, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, I fully exercise the block button. Like you do not continue to get a bunch of chances over and over and over. I don't care if I don't care. You know what? And you can email corporate office if you're in in in, uh, in my downline. I promise you, I will release you. I do not care. I have no scarcity around network marketing. Okay? If you think you're gonna take over my mind and make me feel like a crazy person, you have got the wrong woman. You got the wrong woman. Okay? And if you're not willing to communicate me through issue, communicate with me through issues, I just don't. We're we're just not aligned. You should be able to text your sponsor, your friends, your team, your downline, your crossline, your sideline, your upline, your CEO, your whoever, and talk to them. And it doesn't always have to be the nicest conversation. And I don't mean you be aggressive. That's not good leadership either. I'm saying that you should be able to talk to people. I actually, this is a tangent for a second, but this is really important. How many of you are married or in a relationship or have some friendships? I would guess all of you. So for those of you who don't know, my best friend, her name is Courtney. And I did not believe that my relationship with Courtney was best friend status until we had our first really big fight. <laughs> okay, if you guys have not had a big fight, I talk to this about our, with our leaders all the time too. I'm like, all of the top leaders that I lead, 100% of the time respect me. Do not like me 100% of the time. Love me 100% of the time. You don't have to like me all the time because there's going to be times we disagree. But I did not know the validity of my friendship with Courtney until we were like scrapping. And then we came out of it better because we communicated. Those of you in marriages, you know what I'm talking about, right? It wasn't until you got through that first huge fight where you're like, I don't know, somebody might die. Uh, we should stay out of the kitchen. There are weapons in the kitchen. If we're going to have this conversation, we should take this thing outside, not by the vehicles. I might run your ass over. Okay. Like, all right. It was when you got through that, that you were like, that's my husband. That's my wife. Okay. 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 Then you knew, you knew it's the same in business until you've gone through the ups and the downs and the ebbs and the flows and someone leaving your business and somebody raiding your team and you guys getting through the drama together. That's when you know it's a real relationship. So tack, one of the biggest skill gaps I want all of us, all of us to, to, to get through is managing that conflict, picking up the phone, having the hard conversations. Don't do it in a text message conversation. Have it in person if you can. If you can't do it in person, do it on the telephone. If you can't do it on the telephone, I guess you could do Zoom too, okay? You want to be able to look people in their eyes, all right? 
But tackling your skill gaps with leadership in general will help round out all of your leadership skills and you will grow in your confidence. Because as soon as you get through one of those conversations, how many of you agree it's easier to have the second? Of course, Victoria, yes. It's that first one where you think you're going to die. You're sure you're going to have a panic attack. Like the world is definitely ending. Am I right, Chloe? Like you're positive it's the end of the world until you get through it. And then you're like, all right, that wasn't so bad. All right, I was more dramatic than I thought it was going to be. All right, so... The third thing, and this is about the communication, Karina was ready to die. Take the measures to improve the communication, right? You could be the best person in business, but if you can't communicate ideas, it's not really useful. If you want to be a better leader, you have to be somebody. People ask me all the time, Jesse Lee, how do you systematize things? You've got to learn how to pull stuff out of your brain as a leader. Do you get it? Like how many of you have these big ideas? You're like, I don't even know how to tell people how I do that on social media. Melanie, yeah, Cynthia, yeah. I don't even know how to tell people how I recruit. I don't even know what the system is on how I do the TikToks. I don't know. I just do it. I'm going to give you guys like a little bit of a challenge or an assignment. I don't care if you do it, but you should do it. Try writing that stuff down. Like when you, when you do something and it performs well, for the betterment of your team or your future team, for those of you who don't yet have teams, take the time to try to write it out. Write out the step-by-step process of what you did. Right? How did you make actually do that Instagram story? What, was, what about the call to action was what actually worked for you? How did you make the poll? And, and, and was it very intentional, the colors that you used or the link in your bio? In your live video, what are all the specific little things? Because see, I can tell you why I convert so much on live video. It's very simple to me. Right? But it's because I'm good at this now. It's because I can take the end result and go, all I did was do this, this, this. I said this, this, this. I made sure I did that, that, that. I made sure I did bop, bop, bop. I know I didn't like give you that much right there, but you see where my brain kind of went with that? Like I know what I'm, people say, how do you recruit so many people? Now you guys will know. So I'll tell you this right now because you'll watch some of my lives and you'll see it. I intentionally, my live video will mention the link in the bio click promoter like three or four times. Okay, so I'm telling people exactly where to get to it. Yeah, of course I'm recruiting. Just go to the link in the bio. There's a link that says promoter, not a problem. It's right there. Oh, you need help finding the link? Okay, so if you're watching on Facebook, it's just in the caption. And then if you're watching on Instagram or TikTok, it's in the link in the bio. It's the one that says promoter. Like, do you see how effortless that was for me to say right now? And I'm only talking to you on Zoom. I'm not streaming anywhere else. This is just a training for you guys. But I can train that because I took the intentionality and I plugged it into the live video. You will become a better leader and you will scale your business if you effectively learn how to communicate. Haha. This isn't everything. This isn't just in conflict. This isn't everything. All right? If it's useful, write it down. I know it is. All right? If you haven't already done your story, by the way, the $500 giveaway will be right at the end of this training. So make sure you have your boomerang, your whatever on Instagram tagging me and then we'll check it in when we're done. Okay? Because I swear I will, give, I will PayPal while we're on here. I don't care. One of you, um, $500. Okay? But get, be, explicitly get good at everything though. You want to get better at general communication, like relationships. Oh gosh, we should have a whole training on relationships. This is the most important thing in network marketing, I think, or business in general. You should do general communication in, in positivity. A lot of you go straight to negative. And if you would switch it to positive, your business will grow a lot faster. And take it from somebody who definitely used to, used to veer on the side of, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. I was always the negative. I did not go positive. That is a learned skill. Patience is also a learned communicative skill, some of you do not yet have. <laughs> okay, That's, I know, I 
know, I know, I know it's a difficult one, but let me promise you, that is one of the best ones you can learn, especially as you build a team, because these people are going to test your patience, I promise you, okay, if you have, you have traditional businesses and you're watching this, you're going to get tested with patience when it comes to vendors, when it comes to marketing teams, when it comes to everything, it's going to be patience, 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 I mean, it is going to... It's painful how patient you have to be sometimes. If you're working with a publicly traded company, patience is the virtue you must have because things that you want to happen right away take four to six months. It's so awesome. It's so fun. Public speaking, like I said, is something explicitly you should get better at. Like I talked about effective presentations. We can do a whole training on that too. Uh, communicating in general, making sure everyone in your organization knows what's happening. Something Eric Worre taught me one time is it's only a system if everybody knows it, everybody does it, and it works. I'll say it again. Everybody knows it, everybody does it, and it works. Everybody knows it, everyone does it, and it works. If, it, if everyone's not doing it, if everybody doesn't know it, and if it's not working, it's not a good system. Okay, everybody has to be com communicated to so everybody has the same structure. And you'll also inside of that develop your leadership voice. We all have different styles of leadership. And then on the, the next part of that, and then I'll jump to the next thing I want to talk about is your written communication. If you're not great at written communication yet, voice to text, I think is one of your best friends. I made a reel about it the other day. Hit the little microphone button, talk to your phone. How many of you like reading autobiographies? Like you like people's stories? I love people's stories. I don't know if you guys know this, but almost every single book that is written these days, especially autobiographies, is done in a, um, either a voice-to-text or they're literally speaking to their phone, okay? They're speaking to their phone, and then they will go get it transcribed. Like before, like this is pre-audible. This is literally talking chapters to their phone. Start doing that for your team. Start doing that before you telegram to communicate to your team. Start doing that before you send out any kind of text message communication. Start doing that before your captions, etc. People go, Jesse, your captions are so good. How do you write captions like that? I say, I'm just talking to my phone, man. <laughs> just talking to my phone. All right, number four for better leadership is actively seek constructive feedback. Now, y'all, you are... Lehigh members, you know this, I think. But listen, we don't take constructive criticism from people that ain't never constructed nothing, okay? So be careful, okay? Be careful who you're taking constructive criticism from. Some of you are taking business advice from people who have never built a business. Some of you, your great aunt Sally's uncle Charles' dog's cat's horse is the one giving you advice. I don't know why you're taking advice from people who have built nothing, don't take network marketing advice from people who don't know how to build network marketing. Don't take salon advice from people who have never built a salon. Don't take relationship advice from people who have been divorced 18 times. Don't take, you know, financial advice from people who are tremendously in debt. Don't take travel advice from people who don't even own a passport, okay? Like, don't do it. Some of you, it's very strange. You just pull your Facebook. Hey, Facebook, I was just wondering, where should I travel to? Someone's like, I heard that. No, whoa, hey, I want to see how stamped that passport is before you're telling me advice on how and where I should travel to and from, okay? Like, whoa, whoa. Now, I can talk to y'all about travel all day long, okay? Like, you want to fly to Italy? Do not fly Alitalia. You will feel like that plane is falling straight out of the sky. It was almost as bad as Spirit Airlines. Let me tell you what. Friends don't let friends fly spirit unless you're trying to turn your friends into spirits, okay? So, like, some people are like, look, the flight's $7. I'm like, I bet it is. I bet it is, okay? Oh, it's so good. I found a bargain. I bet you did. Straight to the tomb, okay? So, y'all be careful with who you're taking advice from. It's not just business advice. It's advice on everything, all right? You get what you pay for, for sure, all right? Well, this is a free Zoom, and I think you're getting, you know, you're getting quality content here, so maybe not, all right? But what can I say? Look, 
With that said, if you want to get better, take constructive feedback to improve your performance. Good leaders do not get offended when somebody gives them feedback. Okay, if it is warranted, when Eric Worre tells me, Jesse Lee, you need to do ba 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 ba, I don't go. <laughs> okay, I go say what? I don't like that, Eric. I don't like it one bit, but you are probably right. Okay, like I don't like everything he says sometimes. Sometimes he's mean to me. I mean, straight up, sometimes he says some things and I'm like, you are being rude. Okay, and I'll tell him, I'll be like, can I tell you about yourself really fast? You're being kind of mean to me. He's like, that's what I'm here for. I'm like, all right. You're right. All right. You're the boss. Okay. You, but I will take constructive criticism on network marketing from him. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't I? That's just silly. Okay. And I will also say something that some of you might not want to hear, but even your haters, like who's got haters? We all do. Okay. Some of them are just quieter than others. Even in their craziness. There's probably one on here recording this. How are you? Hello. I hope you're having a great day. Okay? It's kind of strange that you hate me so much yet you jump on everything I do. Listen, even inside of all of that crazy stuff they say, there's always like not necessarily truth, but good leaders know that there's a way you can improve. Do you want an example? I'll give you guys an example. Okay. There was a video a couple months ago. Somebody said, so, so it's called down ranking on Instagram. So you can Google it. It's a real thing. I have friends who work at Instagram at very high levels. And uh, my Instagram story views went from 16,000 views a story to 2.5,000, like overnight. I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> something's not good. Something is not good. It's not positive. And so I'm like, I called it a shadow ban. I thought it was a shadow ban. I wasn't shadow banned, which apparently is not a real thing, but I was downranked by Instagram. So you just stop being shown in people's feeds. And a bunch of you had messaged me. I don't see your story anywhere. Where are your stories? I was downranked. So I made a story about being shadow banned. And some hater made a video and said, no, you're not shadow banned, Jesse Lee. Your, your content sucks, is what this person said. Which A, friends, I know is not true, okay? I know my content doesn't suck. However, the constructive criticism in there is make your content even better. Do you understand? So I took that as, hmm, let me go book some photo shoots. I took that as, huh, maybe you notice the captions where I'll put training in the caption, like five sales steps, four branding tips, five whatever. I was like, no, I'm going to make crazy shareable content. I'm going to use really trending sounds. I'm going to create this Telegram group. All of this came out of a stupid comment where I'm like, how can I not get mad that this person hates their life, but how can I elevate even further? So if you twist your mindset like that and you lead yourself through situations that otherwise are hurtful, you can scale even bigger. And so as a leader... It's important to not only be able to give constructive feedback, you might want to write that down too, give constructive feedback, but also receive it as well. Receive it as well. Now, effective constructive criticism specific, okay? None of this vague stuff. Vague feedback, write that down. Vague feedback is literally worthless, okay? Stick to the issue at hand. Speak with precise, direct language so nothing can be misinterpreted. Never use globalizing terms. I'll explain a globalizing term. Globalizing terms, good leaders do not use. 
Globalizing means something where you're encompassing everything. All right. So if I say, ah, everyone is just not even trying in this business. My whole team sucks. How many of you have heard leaders say that? right? No one is doing anything. Everyone is miserable. No one likes what you're doing, Jesse Lee, right? These air quotes for those of you that aren't watching it. That is a globalizing term. It is literally impossible that nobody is working or everyone, whatever. It's also on the flip side. Everyone is so happy. Everybody's making millions of dollars. We do this toxic positivity thing in network marketing sometimes. Everyone on our team is successful. That is a big, bold-faced lie, Okay. So try not to use globalizing terms. It's just actually really disenfranchising and it's not powerful in leadership at all. Be specific, be descriptive. Direct, 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 direct and stick to whatever the issue is at hand. No rambling when you're giving constructive criticism to try to smooth things over. How many of you have been in a fight with a partner? Come on, where's my people who have fought before? Let's be honest. Thank you for your honesty. Sandy's like, yes. Okay, like when you start adding in extra words, what does your partner do? They start jumping to extra words. They're like, ah, no, see, what you, I heard what you said. You said this, and then you said that on top of it. And then you also added that little thing. You, what you were really trying to say was actually, and they start extrapolating. Don't get extrapolation if you're trying to lead. Just address the issue. Now, on that, address the issue, not the individual. The issue, not the individual. I don't think people are dragons. Many of you have heard me train about dragons in business, Okay. But the behavior is the dragon. The behavior is what needs to be snuffed out. Address the issue. Do not make things personal. Do not make things personal. If you're going to make an overall decision for your business, it does not ever need to be a personal decision. It just needs to be a business decision. And that is something that I am really good at. Okay? I would love for everyone that I personally recruit to have the same access to every single thing or access to my home or access to training or call like whatever. But it's impossible. But you can't say, oh, well, you know, I, I know the standard is this for this person and this for this person and this for this person. No, no, no. Across the board, it has to be fair. Good leaders are fair leaders. So address the issues. Nothing personal. No making something better for somebody and something better for other people. Even if sometimes it looks like there's favoritism, don't let there actually be favoritism and make sure you're using direct language to avoid any kind of misinterpretations, all right? Always. I know I said that, but I'm saying it again. And then the last thing inside of this with uh, actively seeking and giving, giving and receiving constructive feedback is collaborate in this. These tougher conversations, if you're going to be a good leader, constructive feedback should always be a conversation, not a monologue. Okay, if you have to give constructive feedback to Jamie or Marissa or Michael or Vanessa or Emily or Claudia or or Urban Nutrition Spot (laughs) or whoever, this should not be something where you're barking at them. This should be something where you're like, hey, LaDonna, can we talk about something? You're not in trouble, by the way. I just I really need to talk about something. And then talk. Let them come back. There's been plenty of times that I'll say something. And like, it might come out totally wrong. How many of you have said something and it got misconstrued in your life? All of you. And if you have the, com- the, the ability to have a back and forth conversation, I promise you, good leaders are not scared to have a conversation. If you're getting yelled at by a leader, or if a leader's yelling at you, I'll just say it like this. If there is a leader yelling at you right now, I can tell you right now where you are in your business, you're one foot out, the other's on a banana peel. If they talk to you one more time sideways, you're done. 
Like it's that fast. It's not 10 conversations like this. It's like, how many times are you going to freaking like literally emotionally abuse me in a volunteer business? This is crazy. It happens every single day in network marketing. And then leaders, putting that in quotes again, are stunned when entire legs of business leave. It's like the first time you talk to them like they were imbeciles and you wouldn't let them have a conversation, they started talking to their friends on the team like, did you hear how Jesse Lee just talked to her? Did you see that? Did you see what she... Now, Jesse Lee is a fake example, okay? I don't talk to people like that. But like... They start going like this, and then you don't even see it coming, and the rug is pulled out from underneath you, half your team leaves, they stage a gigantic coup, it happens every day. Every day in network marketing. And you can get ahead of that by allowing people to have conversations with you. And I don't care how big your paycheck is, you are never too big or better than anybody else. Stop it. Your ego, I promise you, is not your friend. And I swear, as soon as you've made money, you can lose it even faster. So do not dictate your value based off of a freaking paycheck, okay? All right, next tip. We're almost done if I stop rambling so much. Is this useful, by the way? I hope it's useful. All right, hone in on your decision-making skills, all right? Leaders encounter tough decisions all the time. This goes back to paying attention to when somebody uses globalizing language. Have any of you ever been told before, Everyone on the team, Cheryl, everybody, everybody on the team feels this way about you. Everybody on the team does not like the new system. Everybody is calling each other on Zooms and talking about you, Stacy, and how, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what this voice is, okay? And then what some of you will do is you'll throw away everything you've put together, won't you? I've seen it happen a million times. Because in your head, you're like, well, my top leader said that everybody's mad. Here's the question, write it down, that I want you to start asking when somebody starts using language like that against you. It's very simple. Hey, who's everyone? Just say it like that. Hey, yeah, yeah, who's everyone? Because then whoever your top leader is will go, well... I'm not going to tell you, okay, because I don't want to throw them under the bus, but it's everyone. And you can say, cool, no problem. I'm going to make a couple phone calls. Make sure that not everyone is upset. Well, you don't have to call everyone. I've, you know, it turns into this and it will make you feel like, oh, so I'm not being crazy. Because sometimes leadership is making sure you in your mind know you haven't lost the plot. Okay. That's also leadership. Write that one down. (laughs) Just kidding. Right. So make sure your decision-making skills get stronger every single day. And sometimes this is just your basic everyday tasks. Sometimes this is your strategic decisions. Sometimes this is, um, uh, and it's a blend, guys. These kinds of decision-making skills, it's a blend of intuition. How many of you feel it sometimes when somebody says something to you, you're like, this feels off. That's a leadership skill. Don't discredit that little spidey sense, okay? Well, that feeling you have, that's real. Okay. Intuition is important as a leader. It also, you're going to combine intuition. You're going to combine logic. Don't respond right away, guys. Take your time. Take your time. And actual analysis to hone in on those decision-making skills. Okay. And especially when it's under pressure, it's okay to say, Hey, you know what? I just need five minutes. I'll get back to you. It's also okay to say, Hey, you know what? I just need a couple hours to think about it. Or this happened last week. We had a finance meeting I didn't know about it, about until right before. And I said, uh, 
I can't get on the call. I need to reach out to some mentors first. I'll be ready next week. That's good leadership. Don't jump into a call because you feel like you have to. Don't jump in immediately to respond because you feel like, oh my gosh, this is so time. Things are really often not that timely. Usually there's not giant crazy fires going on. It's just in our heads. And to become a better leader, you have to slow down and not be so emotional. Some of us operate, again, not from patience, but from emotions. Like, I promise. All right, next. Make sure you continue to grow your leadership if you want to be a better leader. That's anything. That, that, that could be calls like this. That could be if your company or your business or whatever, your coach or whoever, I don't know, offers some kind of leadership, coaching, mentorship, blah, blah, blah programs. That is of uh, an amount of money that it is worth it 100% of the time. Okay. Your ability to become a better leader, that is the most highly sought after and highly paid skill. You understand that, right? There's a reason leaders get paid what they get paid in any business. People can say what they want, but there's a reason CEOs are paid what CEOs are paid. There's a reason why, you know, C-suite employees are paid what C-suite employees are paid. There's a reason why uh, the top of the pyramid. Guys, like, that leader hopefully is coaching and mentoring and leading and training and, and guiding and creating systems and doing all this stuff. I don't think those people are supposed to work for free. Right? So don't feel bad about becoming a better skilled leader. And if it's not in your budget right now to be the best to, to pay, I mean, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I've spent on leadership courses to continue to become a better leader. I'm always investing in myself and my education. Start on Google, right? Start on following people that you're like, gosh, that Jesse Lee girl is so good, right? Start on whatever and get, get access to as much free content as possible. I know all of you guys listen to the podcast. Listen to, listen, 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 learn, 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 and then more importantly, implement, Right? You've identified your gaps, now get to work, right? And then the last thing I will say is you've got to continue to improve. I said at the very beginning of this call, but improving leadership skills is a never-ending process, never-ending. Whether that's receiving feedback from people that you're coaching and mentoring or just follow you on social media, whether that's joining mentorship groups or masterminds or whatever, whether that's going to all these events like I talked about, whatever, that trial and error is the best way you become a leader. The only way you're going to become a great leader is by leading like garbage at first. Okay? It's just like everything else. I was not a good leader. This is, some of you maybe are new to these calls or to me or to whatever and you don't know this story. But I have recordings from my first Zooms and they are not good. And I don't mean my delivery and my speech is not good. I mean I am hollering at these people. I am getting on Zoom calls and saying, Victoria! I love that Victoria is right on the center of my screen because literally there was a girl, her name is Victoria, she was on our team and I remember yelling at her. And I said, you guys say that you want to build this business and you can't even show up to a free meeting. Ah! Like I am screaming at these people. I can't even do it the same that I used to because it was terrible. But I had to go through burning our entire team, what felt like over and over and over and over again and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing people away and letting people cross over my boundaries and letting these evil people stay around me when good people had their hands raised. But I saw so much potential in these other people. I had to make all of the mistakes so hopefully you don't have to. But trial and error and the continued learning 
will make you a great leader. It will let you scale your business. It will let you scale your organizations. It'll let people trust you more. And when you do fail, don't be afraid to say, oh my gosh, I really screwed up. This happened last week. I was like kind of not barking, but like Jesse Lee version 2022 barking at uh, my, my core leadership group. I'm like, what are you guys? Like, I didn't say it like that. I was really nice, but it wasn't like my normal soft delivery. And they were being really suspiciously quiet in the group chat, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell. I don't think I'd, I, let me, let me send a message. And I sent a voice message. I said, I think that delivery might've been a little bit bitey. I hope you know it came from a really good place. I just know you guys, we can do so much more together. And one of the people came back and said, nah, I need you to talk to me like that. You are too nice sometimes. And another went, oh my gosh, thank you for saying you're sorry. Like, again, there's different ways you have to talk to different people. And the only way you're going to experience it is by, and grow from it is by failing and failing and failing and failing and failing and failing and failing, but learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning through it. So I hope that this was useful. Uh, if you have not already made your Instagram story, do it now. 